Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. Final hour. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. We've been around the globe here. We got one more stop. Jamaica. Usain Bolt is going to join us coming up. I got to see if I can broker this deal to have him race Tyreek Hill. Because Tyreek Hill... Wants a piece of Usain Bolt. And he wants to do a 40-yard dash. Usain Bolt, I think, would lose a 40-yard dash to Tyreek Hill. Now, if you said we're going to do 70 yards, I'll take Usain Bolt. If it's 100 meters, I'm taking Usain Bolt. Tyreek Hill makes his living being really fast for about 40 to 50 yards. Usain Bolt made a living on being really fast at getting to around 60 meters, 70 meters. This is made for TV. You could do it after the Super Bowl, let's say Super Bowl weekend if the Chiefs aren't there, and I could have Usain Bolt against Tyreek Hill, and you could have other races if you wanted to, but Bolt versus Tyreek Hill, you could get sponsors, and I'm thinking maybe Usain Bolt, who has, what, eight, ten gold medals, can put up one. Tyreek Hill puts up his Super Bowl ring. That's it. Let's go. See what you got. You want a piece of Usain Bolt? Now you got it. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Darren Revell just sent a tweet. Hunt Auctions announces that it has brokered a deal to sell a 1950 game-used Jackie Robinson Brooklyn Dodgers jersey for $4.2 million. We just spent some time with Jim Ursay, the Colts owner, and we talked a lot about music memorabilia. And he's bought John Lennon's piano, and he bought Elton John's piano. These are, uh, you know, John wrote music on that piano. Elton toured with that piano. He's got a lot of guitars as well. And uh, he talked about Jerry Garcia. He's got a guitar by him, by the Beatles as well. He's got millions and millions of dollars, but it's, you know, wrapped up in memorabilia. And, uh, you know, we're finding this every single day where somebody says, hey, this 
card is one of one is going for $1.2 million. You know, it's just kind of crazy how this has exploded, certainly on the, the trading card front. That was something that I didn't see happening where you were going to get, you know, there was always that Hannes Wagner baseball card that was always going to be up for sale every couple of years. And it would be 3.6 million, you know, 4.2 million. Now we're seeing other items that people are deciding that maybe now's the time to be able to sell those. McLovin, the poll question final hour is what? Okay, we still have up the best baseball movie, or what's your favorite baseball movie? It's almost a two-way tie between Major League and Sandlot. Then Field of Dreams is close. Natural is only in a 1%. Nobody's into the natural anymore. Mm. The NASCAR Cup Series heads to the Brickyard to take on the road course for the very first time. Witness the start of a new tradition. That's Sunday at 1 Eastern. That will be on NBC. Preseason's a lot of fun. It's a time of hope. But just remember, it's not the real thing. And we've seen some really impressive performances. We had a caller last hour telling me that I'm uh, kind of underselling the Cowboys' backup quarterback, Garrett Gilbert. Hey, you look good against the Steelers in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, just listen to yourself say that. He looked good in that first preseason game. Chase Daniel, if there's a Hall of Fame for the preseason, Chase Daniel would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He throws a lot of touchdown passes in the preseason, not in the regular season. And nothing against Chase. He's had a great career as a backup, but sometimes it's easy to lose track of these games. They're preseason games. They're exhibition games. Teams don't want to show you everything they have. There's no reason to. You run a simple defense. You hold back your best players, your best calls, and you don't know what the level of competition is going to be. You know, the left tackle might be three weeks away from being unemployed. And it's still football. We're going to watch. You got the Patriots in action tonight. I'm curious. Mac Jones, how much he plays, how well he performs. Uh, You know, the uniforms are the same, and some of your favorite players are out there on the field. Just don't get it confused with the real thing. And that happens. I mean, I'm watching summer league basketball, and you're going, this guy is awesome. And then you realize he averaged six points for the Miami Heat last year. In the summer league, when you're playing against fellow competitors of similar ability, um, similar age, you're going to get a couple of breakout stars here. But when it gets to the big boys, when it gets to the real thing, then you see the difference between the two. You know, I've been watching the Lakers, Mac McClung, who uh, played at Georgetown and then he played at uh, Texas Tech. He's a good player, good college player. I don't know if he can play in the NBA because I don't think he can shoot well enough. But you see these guys and you go, like Jimmer Fredette. Oh, he can't miss. Guy averaged 30 a game in college. He's hitting bombs. You know, you got to be able to shoot threes. Yeah, he can shoot threes. And then you go, he can't make it in the NBA. He's great in China. That's it. Like, that's the amazing part. There are times when you see a player and you go, how did he make it? And how did that guy not make it? And a lot of it is, you know, the opportunity. Who is the coach? What's the style? Did somebody get injured? Um, How are you embraced by the team? And, and that's really what, it, you know, when, when we try to figure out why a quarterback makes it and why a quarterback doesn't, a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is fate. A lot of it is, you know, the organization. You know, I'd, I'd feel a whole lot better if I knew a player was going to the Steelers organization than, say, the Jets, just because of the organization. And that's where you have this constant state of flux. And Zach Wilson, to me, If there is a bust out of these quarterbacks, he would probably be the first person I would put there of the quarterbacks who were taken. Just because 
the expectation is, is extremely high for a player who came out of nowhere and had one really good year at BYU. Does he have the talent? Yes. What, everybody has talent to a certain degree to get there. Now you got a defensive-minded head coach. You don't have a veteran backup quarterback for this kid. You do have some, you have a, you know, some offensive linemen who are good. You have some uh, skill position, but he can't just ease into this. Like you got to, the expectation level in New York is through the roof. The fact that Patrick Mahomes sat for a year, and we may not, you know, Trevor Lawrence may not have that, and Zach Wilson may not have that luxury. Mac Jones may be playing right away. Justin Fields will be playing probably pretty soon. It's like right now. Let's go. Let's see what you have. And I think that's where it's going to be difficult when I see Zach Wilson with that team. Uh, And if you're struggling in the inner squad game between your teammates, that doesn't bode well. And plus, you know, you get thrown in there and all of a sudden you're, you're throwing interceptions. You're getting blown out. Look at Sam Darnold. I mean, that's the cautionary tale with this. Sam Darnold was the quarterback who he couldn't miss. Like, he was the guy who was going to make it. You know, you weren't quite sure of the upside, but there was no downside, or it wasn't very far. You know, the ceiling, the basement, Sam Darnold, yeah, he's going to be good. And then you realize maybe he's good, but not in that organization. What did the Jets learn? Because you can't put Zach Wilson through the same thing, or in three years from now, the Jets will be on the clock looking for another quarterback. A couple of phone calls before we uh, take a break. Usain Bolt will join us coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Andre in Indiana joins us. Andre, how are you? Hey, Andre. Thanks, Andre. Uh, Paul in Iowa. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, it's a beautiful day here in Iowa because we're not going to get blacked out for a White Sox game tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's Field of Dreams Day. Yeah. yeah, but like you, you know, I'll be watching it at home because even though they had a, a lottery where you could enter if you're an Iowa resident, if you won the lottery, you have the option to buy two tickets at $400 a piece. Isn't that nice? <laughs> there. Okay, but if you think about it, though, Paul, of the number of major oh, yeah, league compared to the it's fifteen hundred dollars for two on StubHub just starting so well no 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 I mean, yeah I, I guess no no I'm saying of all of the major league baseball games that are played in Iowa this is the best one zero so maybe you pony up the money because you're seeing a piece of history and it doesn't happen very often. You know, maybe I would, but, you know, like like your poll, I'm a Sandlot guy, maybe because my dad's still alive, so Field of Dreams didn't mean as much to okay. me. Okay, all right, shot taken by Paul. Well done. All right, nothing like dead dad humor. Yeah, always works. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On this show, it sure does. Yes, it does. It really lands. <laughs> yeah, nothing like dead dad humor. <laughs> yeah, Field of Dreams doesn't mean much because my dad's still alive. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show off, you and your fancy dad. Yeah. Do you even like your dad? Uh, mixed reports on Dak Prescott because uh, from the Cowboys website, they're just basically saying, ain't nothing to worry about here. Uh, Dak is going to have an MRI on Monday. But, uh, hey, no concern here. 
I understand why the Cowboys would send this out because if Mort or Shefty or Glazer reports this, then I think we we kind of ratchet up the severity of this or the seriousness of this. This feels like the Cowboys are saying, hey, here's come on in. We're going to let you know this is what's going on, but uh, we don't think this is a big deal. Okay. But if this was news that was broken, then we'd be like, why are the Cowboys hiding this, huh? I don't know if the Cowboys know exactly what they have here. Because if you go back a couple of weeks when Troy Aikman said, I think there's more to this. And we're finding out there is more to this. Does that mean he is not going to start that opening game against Tampa Bay? I would expect him to. He said, and we'll play this, if he could play a game if there was one this weekend, a regular season game. Here's Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's definitely true. Um, and I think that's because the people that know me, the people know the competitor I am. Um, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I'm out there. Um, but as I said, this is something that we want to uh, nip in the butt and not let continue to, to the linger. And I think the best way do we do that, the best way we do that is stay on the pace that I am and progress through it the right way. And once uh, September 9th comes, I'll play that game and then move forward without ever thinking about this again. It's a, it's nip in the bud in case you use that expression. Right, Todd? It's not nip in the butt. I'm quite sure it's nip in the bud, but I am uh, taking another look to see this various debates on uh, that I'm Googling for nip in the bud versus nip in the butt. Oh, so you can nip in the butt. Some think it's, some think it's actually nip, nip in the butt. Some people call it that. But I'm reading here, why is it called nip in the bud? Halt something at an early stage or thoroughly check something. For example, by arresting all the leaders, they nip the rebellion in the bud. Hmm. That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. But what is the bud? The metaphoric expression alluding to a spring frost that kills flower buds okay. was first recorded in Beaumont and on a Fletcher play back in the 1600s. Okay. Uh, yes, McLeod. That's kind of like how people confuse uncharted and unchartered. <laughs> hmm. It's uncharted territory, but everyone says uncharted territory. At least I've heard it many, many times. Yeah, I probably do uncharted territory. I saw a headline yesterday about some quarterback situations is uncharted territory, and I was like, ooh, they got it right. Yeah, Mm. an area you can't get a charter cruise to. Yeah. Yes, uh, I just like, though, that uh, the English language is so, like, malleable that it's like, well, we've been saying it wrong for so long, now it's just right. Like, uh, like chomping at the bit yeah it's really champing at the bit but well we've said it's wrong for so long let's just call it chomping now uh preseason passing touchdown leader since 2015 oh boy you'd never guess this now chase daniel is fourth on the list with 12 preseason touchdown passes you know and by a couple of weeks he'll be uh, number one on that list um Dak Prescott's on the list. Uh, Colt McCoy. Our friend Sean Mannion is on the list. Uh, EJ Manuel's on the list. Number one preseason passing touchdown leader since 2015. I'll give you a thousand guesses, and you still won't get it. Although, if I gave you this hint, then you might get this. He started... He started a playoff game, and it was like 11th hour he was going to start a playoff game for this team. Yeah, Pauline? Is it a McCown brother? It is not a McCown brother. Hmm. All nine of them. Are there more McCown brothers or Zeller brothers? Checking. Yes, McLovin. Was it 
Matt Moore, did you say that name? Is it Matt Moore? It's not Matt Moore. Uh, you know, it's John, John Walford, but he hasn't been around that long, right? right? You said, it, remember he was almost going to start for the Rams? Yeah, but this guy has 15 touchdown yeah. passes. Yeah, John Walford just yeah. got it. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. Um, number two uh, on the list is Brett Hundley Ooh. and Jake Ruddock. They have 13 touchdown passes. Joe Webb, 15 touchdown passes. Didn't he get called in? Wasn't there an injury? Yeah. And then he, he started a playoff game, and it looked like he had not played in a regular season game before. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, 2012 from Minnesota. He yep. was 11 for 30 with one touchdown and one interception. Okay. And in his career, 15 preseason touchdowns, three regular season touchdowns. Okay. Passes. Yeah, McLovin. And didn't he start in that Tuesday night game when the snow fell on the roof and our director was there and filmed it in Minnesota? I believe that was his first start. Yeah, I think that that was the case. When when you had the Metrodome collapse with the snow and uh, the former director on this show worked for Fox and he set up a camera inside the Metrodome. And I don't know why he set it up if he thought that the roof was going to collapse. But if, if that was his logic, then he deserved a sports Emmy for that. But I remember, you know, the director, his nickname was Mango. And uh, this video is, it's unbelievable. If you Google it, that, that's our former director when we were at uh, DirecTV and AT&T. But you see the roof collapse with all the snow and in slow motion. All right, we're going to take a break. Usain Bolt, the fastest man in the world. I got a few things to talk to him about. Uh, he's a big Packer fan. I want to know if he's met Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about the, uh, the race with Tyreek Hill, see if I can broker a deal here. And um, how often is he asked, hey, you want to race on the street? Imagine if you're the heavyweight champ of the world. Like, it could be worse. Heavyweight champ of the world, somebody always wants to take a, you know, they want a shot at you. Like, if the worst thing that happens is somebody says, hey, you want to race, that's not bad. Somebody taking a swing at you, that could be bad. Yes, Tom? Why would you ever agree to that as far as the upside? If you knock somebody out or beat them in a race, well, you're the heavyweight champion of the world. You're the fastest man in the world. But that's why you don't agree to it. You can never do it because if you lose for some reason and someone has that on camera, how humiliating is that? Yeah. It'd be like somebody walking up to you and say, hey, I could uh, book more guests than you, Todd. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, I'd, have to, I'd probably say, you know, I'll just ignore it and then go about my business. And I'd say, hey, you want to come in and maybe uh, <laughs> maybe I could use you here. Set him up right next to me with another phone and here we go. Let's take a break here. Usain Bold is next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. That's amazing. Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. They don't even, you know, take that liberty of rounding off to 100%. Like Discover says 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations do apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Attention, all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More phone calls coming up. Update the poll results. Usain Bolt will join us from Jamaica. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. You can go that extra mile by taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Our buddy uh, Joey Votto hit a pair of uh, home runs last night, reached base five times in a losing effort. The Reds fell to the Braves in extra innings. Also, Corbin Burns struck out 10 consecutive batters, all swinging, in the Brewers' 10 nothing win over the Cubs, Burns' 10 consecutive strikeouts ties the major league record held by Tom Seaver. That was back in 1970. And Aaron Nola, that was earlier this season that he struck out 10 consecutive batters. 
couple of uh, phone calls here. Jacob in Kansas City. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time, 6'3", an athletic, 185. All right. Got a DP show, uh, jingle slash possible theme song. Oh, okay. Uh, do you need any any help, any music or anything, or is you're just going to freestyle? Just off the beat. Okay, here we I'll, go. I'll go. All right. Okay. Onion bagels and booking guests. Yeah, that's Fritzy. On the show for Dan from Cincy. On Fridays, they're eating with Polly and Seton. It's smoke on the Traeger, never in the oven. Live from Milford, the DP show. Don't forget McLovin. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Don't know if that is exactly a limerick, but... It had elements of a limerick. Yeah. It was a nice effort. It was creative. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Todd. Sam in Maine. Hi, Sam. What's on your mind today? <laughs> Hi, Dan. Six Hi. two two ten. I'd like to weigh in on the poll question. How about the movie 42? Yeah, that was uh, Chadwick Boseman. That was uh, really well yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's one that doesn't get mentioned as often, but that was a great performance by him. Joe in Texas. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to chime in on kind of like what that guy did. One movie that uh, I really liked, Kev, the best Kevin Costner movie, I like, baseball movie, is for the love of the game. Okay. We throw right. the perfect game, you know? Yeah, yeah, decide, yeah. Decide whether he wants to retire or not. Yeah, so. I, I remember it. I think he was a Detroit Tiger. And uh, I, I think the fans were yelling at him. Didn't he tell us that? when we had him in the studio that weren't fans yelling at him while he's pitching. I'm trying to think of the context of that, but I, I think didn't he wear number 17 and wasn't that Denny McLean's number for the Detroit Tigers, but uh, maybe we can find that. Uh, let's make way for uh, the fastest man in the world. He's uh, Usain Bolt who joins us from Jamaica. Last time I had you on, I gave you an idea fantasy camp where People could come in and race you in the 100-meter dash, and you could charge them $5,000, $10,000. Did you ever take me up on this great business idea? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, you got thousands of people who want to run, pay that kind of money. I mean, all you got to do is run like 11 seconds or something. You don't even, Like, you can coast, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true, but for me, it was... It was all up to the, the I want to blame. I'm going to put that one on my manager. How often do people come up and say, let's, let's run, let's race. All the time. All the time. Like that's, yeah. that's a 90% of the time. The first thing people say is like, yo, let's race. Let's go. I think I can take you. <laughs> that's their first go to. Did you ever race anybody? I've, I've, I've raced a few kids just to put a smile on their face, but like, <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> Are you still the fastest man in the world? Um, yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. How tough was it to watch the Olympics when, when it comes to the track and field? It was, it was tough to see, especially because uh, my fellow Jamaican like, male sprinters weren't doing well. So for me, it was, it was really tough to just watch and sit at home and not be able to even say something to them or talk to them or anything. So it was, it was pretty rough. Michael Phelps talked about his heart started beating a little faster when he was watching the swimming. Like what, what is, does your heart change when they get to the 
They, you know, their starting line and you know that gun's going to go off. What's that do to you? I get very nervous. I'm I'm a nervous wreck when when I watch people compete. When I'm competing, I'm fine. But when I'm watching even a hundred meter finals, I, I didn't I wasn't supporting anybody really, but I was still nervous watching it. You know what I mean? So for me, I can't like watching competition is rough for me. But when I compete, it's it's fine. What's the strangest thing you ever thought of when you're in the starting blocks? I don't know. Like, do you have music in your head or like try to, how do you clear everything out? I try to think about, like in the starting blocks, you got to clear, try to clear your mind as clear as possible. Like when it comes to like standing behind the blocks, I think about random stuff. Like I'll think about if I'm going to go out after, after our, Am I going to play video games or what might I get for, for dinner or something? I try to think about random stuff, like anything. I just think about random stuff before I go on my marks. When I get into the blocks, you have to try to clear your mind. What about when you're running the race? Running the race, I'm just looking. I might look I just look around. You know what I mean? I tend to look around and see where I'm at, but I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm just trying to get to the finish line. How close were you to coming back? I, I wasn't really close, but I asked my coach. I said to my coach, I coach, I feel like we should we should give it a shot. And he goes, nope. I told you, when you retire, that's it. And that's what he said. He told me, like, yo, when you retire, that's it. I'm not going to come back. I'm not doing a comeback to like anybody else. This is it. When you retire, you make up your mind to retire. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah, but aren't you in charge? Yeah, but he's the best, and he told me he's not going to coach me, so I can't, I, can't, I can't force him to coach me. You know, he was like, nope, I'm not coaching him, so if you come back, I'm not doing it. I don't know if it'd be that hard to coach you. I might be able to do that, you say. <laughs> right? I think you could still run. What do you think you could run right now? What are you, 35? Yeah, I'm 35 in a couple, in like a week. Okay. So, um, If I gave I you know. two months to get ready, how fast do we run? I don't know, probably 10 one. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be pushing for nine nine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If I got if I got time, I still got speed. If I got time to get my my core ready and everything, I'll, I'll be all right. All right. Let's go through the names of the kids. You got your daughter Olympia Lightning yeah. Bolt. You got yeah. Saint Leo. Yeah. And then you got Thunderbolt. Yeah. Okay, what's mom say when you are you bringing up thunder? Are you bringing up lightning? For me, um, when when we when we had Olympia first, we the rule was if it was a girl, she would pick the name. If it's a boy, I'll pick the name. So that's she got the name um, Olympia. And then when the boys came, I was like, all right, here we go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's, that's how the names worked out. <laughs> but, but, but Thunderbolt, I mean, I hope he's fast. <laughs> that's what everybody says. And he's full of energy, so that's a good sign so far. He's the one that cries a lot, and he's the one that will keep you up at night. So that's a very good sign so far. You know what I mean? That he's full of energy and ready to go. And but Saint Leo, your middle name is is Leo. Yeah, Saint Leo. Saint Leo. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted a junior, but I was like, you know what? If I give one my name, then the other one's going to be upset. So I was like, you know what? Just give him half my name. <laughs> I was wondering if you, I think you love cricket growing up. You love soccer, but if you would, 
that stuck to one of those sports? Like, what kind of cricket? Like cricket, play? I think I would be really good at cricket because I was good at a young age, and I really loved it because my dad is a huge cricket fan. So I was always something, even when I got to high school, I still wanted to do it. So I would try to train with the guys, and then the coach had to stop me, like, no, you, you have to do track and field. You can't play cricket. This is what you're here for. This is what you're going to do. So his cricket was something that I really loved, and I, I knew I would be pretty good at it. When did you become such a big football fan? American football. Um, it, for me, it was just one day because we didn't get a lot of challenge, challenge, uh, channels back where I'm from. We didn't have cable and stuff. It was like two stations, you know what I mean? And just one day I'm watching on TV and they, the first game, it was, I can't remember, it was the Packers against who. And I was like, you know what? I like the Packers. They're pretty good. And that's how I really started to support the Packers. And then when I came to Kingston, we had a lot more channels channels and then we could watch more games and I started getting into it year after year and I and then my team my friends were big football fans my best friend is a giant fan so that's how I really got more and more into football but the Packers colors are similar to Jamaica's colors did that impact anything here uh no 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 oh, it was it just, first, just like soccer my my I support Manchester United it was just the first game I actually saw and they were pretty good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to support this team. And that's how it started. And when did you, did you meet Aaron Rodgers yet? No, no. I'm looking forward to it. I wanted them to get, if they made it to the Super Bowl last year, I would have been there and I would have met him. <laughs> yeah. How do you think you would do as a wide receiver? Um, I, would, I think I'm pretty good. I, I think I have good hands because I use, I, I use, I normally play, I play cricket back in the day. So I think I have good hands. I have speed. It's just running the routes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, how are you when you get hit, though? That's the key. Well, it, it's it's all about. I think it's all about the 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 physicality. If if I work out, I'm pretty strong. And I'm pretty tall, so I'm solid. So I think I could manage. Are we it, it, this Tyreek Hill? You know, uh, challenge is that is that ever going to happen? And I, I I I have something here for you. I don't know. I don't know. It's something that I've, I've thought about, you know, but I was like, uh, should, should I, should I not? How about this? He about. wants 40. Yeah. You want a hundred. Yeah. How about 70? I'm good. I'm good with 70 meters. <laughs> Cause I think he'll take you in 40. <laughs> yeah. But he's not going to take you. And if he doesn't have you after 60, then, then he it's over. Yeah. Right. No. I, I, it's good. I still don't think he can take me 40 meters. <laughs> if, even if he gets there, it's going to be really close. Because <laughs> he's, like, you get started. But do you purposely, did you start later in the 100 meters? That... No, it's just because, of, it's because I'm tall. You know what I mean? So it, it takes me a while to get into my running. But he's going to get out there quick, quick though. Shorter distances. But he's going to get out there quick, man. Yeah, but, but I, proved, I proved, if I could get in shape, I proved already that, if I really like warm up and get ready to go, I can run fast. You know what I mean? Okay. This is what I'm suggesting. The stakes are cool. Okay. A week after the Super Bowl, or yeah. it could be the Super Bowl weekend. If he's not playing, you yeah. put up one of your gold medals. Yeah. And he puts up his Super Bowl ring. <laughs> nice. There we go. <laughs> that would be big. 
<laughs> yeah, because you got, what, eight gold medals? Yeah, I got eight. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's only got one Super Bowl ring. Would he be I willing? I don't think he's going to go for it. Well, if he's not afraid. Yeah, and he's, he's been talking, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I would love it. We should it. think about it. That, we should put some thought into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you let me handle it. I got this. I'm at pay-per-view. You're in on this, right? You, you want a piece of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I, I said it to him. I've, I've texted him. I was like, you, you keep talking. I might just show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good to see you. Uh, hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks for joining us as always. No problem, man. It was a pleasure. That's Usain Bolt. All right. I think we're on to something here. I got to get a producer. Got to figure this out. But also, when I said, you know, I think he could take you at in the 40. And then he goes, yeah, yeah. And then I thought we moved on. Then he brought it back. He goes, you know, I don't think he could take me in the uh, 40. Now, he's talking 40 meters, not 40 yards, right? That's just just about the same, right? Well, oh, yeah, I guess a meter slightly larger, but not much. Okay. But 40 meters would be of benefit to Usain Bolt because it would be a, long, a little bit longer. 70 does seem fair. Yeah. It's at the best, the middle ground. Yeah. So if you ran 100 meters, all oh right, see, I was wrong about this before. If you ran 100 meters, it's about 110 yards. Okay. He runs 110 yards in 9.6 seconds. <laughs> That's pretty good. It is. That's pretty quick. Yeah. And they have those new shoes now that are helping these sprinters, and he could probably run a 9. 9.5 in the 100-meter dash. But but I'd love to see Ty, Tyreek Hill in the 40, I think, can beat Usain Bolt. But he, it, it, once you get to 60, every time you'd watch Usain Bolt run, once you got to 60 and you didn't have any kind of lead, you were done. You just knew it. Um, but I think, we could, I think we could broker a deal here. See what we come up with. Pay-per-view. Yeah, see. Can we throw in the Giants quarterback, too, just to see? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, yeah. Very wiped out. He ran like 40 I know, yards. I know. Well, he ran about 70 <laughs> yards, and then he fell down. He's running so fast, he couldn't keep up with his legs. And, and he was running with so many of our hopes attached to his legs. They're like, go, go, Look go, at him. go, no. That, that white quarterback is running fast. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, oh. Uh, and then I think he sees a defender, and then he's trying to run faster than his body will allow him to. And they're like, no, you can't trip and fall. You know, it's funny when your own teammates are laughing at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Usain Bolt is the world record holder, uh, 9.58 seconds. I wonder how long that'll last. I might not be around on this uh, planet by the time that uh, that's broken. Yeah, Paul. I, I, I love that. You know, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Michael Jordan's a great baseball player. Basketball. Usain Bolt's the fastest person ever to walk the earth. Like, it's a fact. It's not an opinion. Like, everyone born before him, if everyone all time got a race, he wins. I love that. That's the coolest title. Yeah. Like, heavyweight champion of the world is more vague. Yeah, because there's different weight classes yeah. to make you the heavyweight champ of the world. Like, the last true heavyweight champ of the world was, was that Tyson that everybody recognized? I, I guess you could say Lennox Lewis, but I, I you know, that where... 
that guy walks down the street and you go, that's the baddest man on the planet right there. Heavyweight champ of the world. Although it could be an MMA guy now. Because if, if Tyson at his peak got into a fight with, I don't know, throw out somebody. Who would be Mike Tyson's size MMA wise? You'd have to do weight because Mike's not very tall. Like like Tito Ortiz. Does does Tito Ortiz put up a great fight? Because all you want to do is get that boxer on the ground. And, you know, if you're boxing, you want to make sure you, you keep that guy, that uh, UFC fighter standing up. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, I just want to fight. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> kicking anybody. Just a picture of me kicking somebody. <laughs> Take a break. Phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just planning the menu for Meat Friday with Tyler, the moderator, who's also our cook. I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm not going to tell you what's in store tomorrow. Just it's going to be great coming off the Traeger Grills. Whose career would you want? Usain Bolt or Tom Brady? Anybody take Usain Bolt? Is it close with anybody? I got, to me, it's a no-brainer. I would want to be Tom Brady because football is the most popular sport. You're the best quarterback, best player who's ever played, the most decorated. Somebody's going to come along and be faster than Usain Bolt at some point. Now, are they going to be as dominating as him? Maybe not. Charismatic? Maybe not. But I would take Tom Brady. Yeah, see. It is pretty close for me. I would still take Tom Brady, but and mostly because Usain Bolt, he has that quote of, you know, uh, I trained for four years to run 10 seconds. Yeah. You know, like you just don't get to, there's not nearly, you don't compete nearly enough yeah. in that. There's a lot of training and very little competition, whereas Tom Brady gets to play more regularly, and I just think that that would be more fun. And he doesn't have a rival. Usain Bolt doesn't have a rival. Where you go, boy, that would be great. Those two going at each other. But that's kind of awesome. Yeah, but I, I think we like that. Affirmed in Aladar that those two horses went against each other and had great races. Like, you want competition. You want a rival there. Only a competition because Usain Bolt wasn't in that race. You think Usain Bolt would have beat those horses? Likely. <laughs> in 100 meters, Ooh. could he beat? <laughs> Fritzy, call, call uh, Usain Bolt back. Uh, could, could he beat a horse? Race horses. Yeah, in, in 100 meters. Yes, McLovin. I think he could make an argument for Tom Brady because he played a team sport and he got to do it with all his friends. Yeah. Maybe, that seems kind of fun. Were you saying it's he, kind of a lone wolf? He's not hanging out with his teammates. 
Let's not kid each other. <laughs> Tom hasn't hung out with his teammates since he's about 25. Fritzy has sent this to me a couple of times. This has to do with the field of dreams and what a home run is going to be called. Now, you got Jim Ursay and Usain Bolt on, so I'm I'm going to I'm going to be philanthropic. Now, if this is a Monday or Tuesday, I'd say no. But uh, <laughs> what would a a clever home run call be for tonight, where they're playing in the cornfields of Iowa? I'm throwing that out to everybody. What would be a way? No, no, no. If you're you're calling... throwing it out because you already have something. Well, I, I first had the idea, then I started coming up with some. But if you guys, you guys might have something as well. So we know that phrase "can of corn" an easy uh, fly ball that's caught by an outfielder. So that's already corn has already been used in the uh, in Major League Baseball. So my offerings... If I'm going to regret this. I know if you're calling the game tonight and there's a big home run into the cornfield, what would be a clever, interesting okay, way so to call it? Joe Buck is calling this game on Fox tonight. Right. Yes, Paul. Going, going, corn. No, that's not good at all. <laughs> I figure Fritzy would have that. Right? No, that's that, not good at all. It is terrible. Yes, <laughs> yes, Todd. Okay, I have these seven. Some are better than others. Cobbit. Why are you yelling? Because I'm excited. It's just a home run. I know, but you're overemphasizing something that okay. shouldn't be emphasized at all. Uh, don't they get excited when and, a home run is hit? And what's Cobbit mean? I don't know. Just Cobbit. It doesn't have to mean anything. It's corn on the cob. Cobbit. Like, it's out of here. Cobbit. Put it on the board. Let's go. Corn chowder, baby. Creamed corn was another one. How about popcorn? Sweet corn. That was a sweet shot. Sweet corn. He stalked it. And the last one I had was, that was amazing. That was amazing. That, could be, that might get used to me. Okay. M-A-I-Z-E made. The first eight were terrible. The last one was, it was cute. That was amazing. They, they all shucked. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Take oh! that, Todd! Oh, oh, that's a walk-off. See you later, Pauly. Have a great afternoon. Pauly just left the building. That's a walk-off, Todd. <laughs> It's a pork off. Now, would Smoltz say that to Buck if Buck said, that was amazing. What do you think there, John Smoltz of the Hall of Famer, am I right? And he'd say, that's shucked. That would be yeah. great if Smoltz would actually say that. He's the Hall of Famer, John <laughs> Smoltz. I'm Joe Buck, and we've got the lineups coming up. You had a good day. And then well, I ruined it? Yeah. Did, I, did I totally ruin it? Yeah, you had like two hours and 50 minutes where you did pretty well. That was amazing. Yeah. By the way, if you're a fan of the 1215 podcast, the backroom guys tomorrow, uh, Todd Fritz's wife will be on the podcast tomorrow. Well, what's going to happen there? Man. I don't think you can run out of questions for your wife. She's a strong woman. But you're not going to be there. I will not. This is just her and yes. whatever she's going to share. Yeah. Who knows? I didn't tell. I didn't tell her to edit herself. Just anything off questions. limits. No, I say answer the questions honestly. That's part of the gig. If you're going to be a guest on uh, the twelve fifteen podcast, you better bring it and be honest with your responses. All right. Uh, big show Friday here. We're going to have Tony Hawk's going to join us. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal, the uh, Malice in the Palace documentary. Tom Curran to recap the Patriots. Frank Whaley is, he's in a couple of movies. He's in Field of Dreams, and uh, he plays uh, Burt Lank, Moonlight Graham, Burt Lancaster, uh, when he was the ball player who then walks over the line and then he becomes a doctor to save Kevin Costner's daughter who is choking on a hot dog. Uh, Frank was also in Pulp Fiction, where he didn't do well in Pulp Fiction. He's Brad 
<laughs> he gets shot by Samuel L. Jackson. Where he goes, Brad. <laughs> uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a couple. Um, Brad. This day in sports history. In 1969, the Boston Celtics were sold for how much? It was the highest pra- price paid ever for a pro basketball team. 1969. 69. Yep. Uh, $500,000. $6 million for the Celtics. Oh, okay. And, That's why uh, I didn't win. I bet five hundred thousand. Oh, and this is a great one, close to my heart. Eighteen seventy nine, the first natural Na- National Archery Association tournament took place in Chicago, Illinois. Sixty four, Mickey Mantle hit home runs from both sides of the plate for the first time. It was also on this day in twenty seventeen. Usain Bolt uh, tore his left hamstring in the final race of his career. That was uh, twenty seventeen. What did you learn, Todd, on this program? Colts owner Jim Irsay hasn't spoken with Andrew Luck in a year. That kind of upset me a little bit. What we learned brought to you by the twenty twenty one Mercedes Benz GLE. Look no further than the next big thinker, first in class technology, a leader in innovation and intelligence, not seen from an SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com. Mercedes Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out the show. Level Select CBD Sports Creams and Roll-Ons. You don't have to be a big-time athlete to use it. It can be just the weekend warrior. Let's say you're going out for a 10-minute walk. You want to run a 10K. You want to lift weights. You want to do CrossFit. You want to work out. Do it before. Do it after. You'll feel the immediate relief. The person who told me about it originally was Carson Palmer, and he spent 15 years in the NFL, and he just said, It's just about enjoying life in retirement here. Level Select products are formulated with doctors. They contain high concentrations of CBD. You'll feel that immediate relief. You don't have to be a pro athlete to enjoy the safe, fast-acting, effective relief of Level Select CBD. You can uh, pick it up, levelselectcbd.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN40. That's 40% off your entire order. 40%. Levelselectcbd.com, promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.